Yo, what up, what up? It's Counter Currents, episode number 15, with my co-hostess, Elena Torres, and of course, that's my co-host, Mr. Petey Steele. Bung, 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 bung. And welcome back, this is episode 15, and today we have a very special guest to introduce yourself. I wouldn't say very special, but yeah, Ryan Azer. My name is Ryan Azer. Comedian, actor, yeah, unemployed. Well, you're actually right. Lane <laughs> has been giving that title to every single oh, wow, that's we've had. So Why did I call you out guys have like that? Petey, that I mean, thought we were a team. I, we are. We're a countercurrent. Maybe team. that's yeah, how I great so. your guests are. All your guests are great. <laughs> Yeah, they're all. Uh, Orlando's really nice. That's what it is. Yeah, also equally really exceptional. Nice. But um, Ryan, you know that you are a very special yes. guest. At least to me, you were the first person that ever gave me a hosting spot. Oh, in really? Comedy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Whoa, yeah, you that killed it the, too. That was the very first hosting spot I ever. You were did. very smart where you, when you started too, because you you started producing shows like those yes. uh, apartment shows were yeah. great. Uh, and that's like a great way to start, especially because nobody's going to let you host at first, really. Right, right. And you can host your own shows, and then people right. are like, wow, she runs a good show. That's right. I'll get her on my show, and then it's like, a, uh, yeah, like, so I'm trying to scratch tell my these back. Young people. Yeah, that's the way to do it. If you're young in comedy, produce shows. I mean, the real reason I did it in the beginning was just to get longer sets because I was like, well, I could do five minutes for three years. Yep. Right. Or I can start doing 15. Two that's why we in. start all of, all, you all never of our know shows. what hidden yeah. talents you might find you know you might actually be a better producer than a comic yeah true like the yeah next sean joyce that's true oh <laughs> i mean straight up like, that's true oh it's um it's just one of the what was so funny <laughs> nothing oh, oh okay <laughs> i wasn't even you know, laughing. I, I <laughs> when i give sagacious advice yeah know, yeah right, right. that's why i love you this well received normally yeah. it's like a bitter fucking cod oil sip you know and the kids march off with their fucking tails between you really think cod oil is good for you <laughs> i think it's just somebody laughing their ass off that first said cod oil is good for you and then it's shit's disgusting. Even if yeah. I've taken a pill, I can take. It's like a uh, after aroma coming out. Oh yeah, I don't like it. That's why that bar, the Cod Mother, I don't think ever lasted. Remember that? That's a bad name. Yeah, that that's is a, a terrible bad name. name. It used to be the place underneath um, what used to be touchdowns, and then it became. I think Showtime. Showtime, yeah. And then stopped doing comedy. And I think it all closed, or maybe it's all something else now. I don't. I think it's nothing. I, maybe it's. Nothing. I've been. You know what? I take uh, next time I go by, I have to look. Showtime was some good yeah. times. Showtime was dope. Thirteen with Hamu and uh, yeah. all those turkeys. But anyway, so let's talk about the comedy scene in Frederick, Maryland. Now <laughs> people don't know, but this was and is. Is still my favorite Sunday night room, and many people's favorite Sunday Thank night you. room in the DMV, the cellar door. I still contend it's the best. Thank you. That makes well, a lot. Well, it's not just a room. I mean, I did it two days ago. I mean, it's a comedy club. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between a bar show and a club show. It's a and that, that well, that cellar door feels like a Thank comedy you. club. Yeah. Well, that, they that, have that, bands, right? When yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a lot. There's this great place up in New Hope, Pennsylvania called, no, I, and I have to say it's so great and I don't even fucking remember the name. <laughs> it, I think it's like Peter and Tom's or yeah. something like that. But anyway, 
they have a stage, and it's just like that with a downstairs bar, and then all across the wall are a bunch of, like, old bands. It's been there forever, and you have fucking Valentine's come to perform, <laughs> Frank Stallone's Hell old yeah, band. Hell yeah, Frank Stallone. Okay. Yeah, front man, singer. But, yeah, that's like... You're not familiar with Valentine's, Elena? No, no. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this is like, you know, the downstairs... But it's not like a smoky bar either. You can't smoke in there yeah. any longer. Um, but everybody's got their drinks. It's got a kind of like energetic but still kind of dark basement feel. It's weird. It's hard to kind yeah. of like. It, it has that vibe of like, a, you know, lower ceiling, like a comedy cellar type of vibe totally. or a, even the imp- DC improv. Like yeah. it's like, you know, smaller room, but. It's perfect for comedy, and actually, the reason why I feel like it, it also feels like a, a comedy club is because the 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 venue has been so good to us. They're like, you guys are the comedians. We don't know shit about this. You run it how you want, and if it's successful, they just continue to do that. So, I mean, they don't they don't get in on the booking process. They don't care how much we charge. Like they they have no they don't have no any. The only say is that uh, you know is that basically be done at this time. You know that as long as you're done before 10 p.m., you're fine. Yeah. So that's that's been the the biggest because I've I've done it with other venues and they're like oh no it's too too loud or uh, one person you you might have brought sixty people in but I had one person leave that was eating dinner because of the comedy and now we don't want to do it ever again like, it just doesn't I don't know it's weird yeah so tell people what's your history with the cellar door like how'd you come across it how's it uh, developed well actually uh, our buddy it, it we used to be a comedy group called Key City comedy i remember this yeah uh key city is a nickname for frederick um and it was me alex star patrick withrow and talk moffat uh uh patrick was the one that that went around and found venues um and he at the the manager at the time and him got together and uh she bought even bought like a um a sound system just for comedy right uh and then he got patrick got all of us together and then we just started taking turns hosting uh and then you know patrick kind of stopped doing comedy and he moved to florida and alex had other opportunities now yeah yeah i'm pretty sure he's at florida state now i don't know but um and then me and talk took it over and that's also coincidentally it used to be every other sunday but we started killing it like packing it and then they had jazz the other Sundays, which uh, w- who knew jazz wasn't popular on a Sunday? People right. were like, yeah. <laughs> really, all the way up in Frederick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. And then they're like, they stopped doing jazz and had comedy every Sunday. So that's now been. I know why I get offended when I say it's kind of a rednecky town. Uh, dude, it's an artsy there. town. It's really, it is. There are <laughs> definitely like, red. We have jazz. Yeah, <laughs> we're huge with jazz and Fred. But it, I mean, it's really like a, a college artsy town. It's uh, very diverse and. Uh, well, not very diverse. It's diverse enough, but uh, it's it's they 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 didn't have comedy at all at the time. There's really there's a couple places that would do it like once a month, but it was it, there was nowhere that was like you can get comedy every week, and that's yeah. kind of why we started to that. And nobody was letting us host, like you said. We right. wanted to do longer sets. We wanted to be on a show guaranteed every week, and then it just blossomed. That's great. Uh, no, I mean it is. The best venue, and you've really leveled it up. I mean, even bringing in like high caliber headliners that come in from New York and that shit. That actually felt. Oh, are we allowed to cuss? I didn't know that. Can we cuss on this? Yeah, of course. I've thought so. Of fucking course. Of fucking course. (laughs) Uh, That actually fell in our lap because we, Dan, 
I think uh, Dan St. Germain was probably one of our big, first big, bigger mm-hmm. ones. Uh, and he was doing a show with Color Me Funny, which is a yeah. comedy group that's no longer around. They were amazing. And uh, somebody brought up Cellar Door, and he's like, well, I'll be in town. You know, I'll be mm-hmm. in town. And then actually uh, Lescure, Brandon Lescure, sure, Brandon. hit me up. He's like, hey, would you like to have Dan on? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, let me see if it works out. And then he's been coming at least once a year since. And great. He, and then just people tell people and – uh, you know, some comics come in town do a Thursday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday show, and they have nothing on Sunday, so they're like, "Well, hit up, hit up Ryan." So we like, we've yeah, we've been lucky when it comes to that. And now it's just pretty much all we have. I mean, we still want like your local headliners, you know, like that's like like uh, Ramin and um, Finazzo. Like yeah. I love having Finazzo. People ask for those people. They love the. They love that they're local. Uh, Mickey. Yeah. Mickey. Everybody uh, asked for Mickey. Dynamite. Yeah. We got Marianne from Naughty at Rock this Sunday. Oh, and, great. And that'll be a packed show. I mean, uh, so, uh, they don't always have to be national tours. Do you know what I mean? People yeah, are funny. Yeah. There's so many funny people in the DMV. Like, oh, yeah. There's so many unfunny people, too. But there's uh-huh. also so many funny people. But I think less unfunny people here than in a lot of the big New York's cities. the worst. New York has so oh, many Oh, my gosh. I've been to open mics in New York where it's just like, Ugh. I'm going to eat a dick regardless because these people are so awful. There's been 10 bad comics. Right, right. Or, and it's just It's literally like storytelling. And it's like, oh, why isn't that? Why aren't you laughing? That's a true story. It doesn't matter if it's a true story. Yeah. Write a fucking joke. Exactly. Like, use the story, but write jokes. But you, gotta, you can't just, like. True stories happen every day. Uh, yeah, exactly. It doesn't they're mean they're funny. Good. Yeah. It, and it's. Yeah, New York was. I was. Uh, the first time ever I went to. It was like a year in. I was like, I'm okay, I, I feel like I'm funny enough to go to New York and at least try to start doing comedy there. Right. I'm sitting there eating a burger before a show, and there's these four guys behind me, like, well, that's why we came here to do comedy, man. This is New York. And I was like, there's so many fucking people trying to do comedy in this town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tens, probably tens of thousands of people trying to do comedy in New York. Well, that's where they think you got to go. And that's, I think, a big fallacy. I think a lot of people don't learn to get good at it and love doing it. I w- I'm glad I didn't start there. Or, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it's a good place to start because you, yeah. go, you get on all these shows where for, a lot of times aren't well attended. Uh, the ones that are are usually they're only going to book people that are hilarious. So it's not really an open mic, you know. Mm. So a true open mic out there is like, whew, it's rough. It's yeah. rough. It's I, super I depressing. I yeah, actually it started is doing comedy in New York because it was right after I moved here, and I just figured that DC didn't have comedy. Mm-hmm. So, and my sister lived in New York at the time, so I would go up there for like a week or so at a time and just do open mics. And I was like, wow, this is terrible. I don't yeah. know if I could do this. It's rough. And then I signed up for um, an open mic here for one of Sean's mics, actually, the Wonderland Ballroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wonderland's great. And I remember seeing the comedians, and I just thought I was going to be, like, so dope compared to, like, whatever shitty DC comedy there was. And then I remember one after the – I was, like, 16. And, like, by the time it came to me, I was so nervous because one after the other, yeah. everybody was Everybody's fucking killing. great. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. It's just been – and it's just been night and day like that ever yeah. since. And I feel like I've gotten so much better because I started. Baltimore's the same way. I feel like the people that – uh, well, Balmer used to be better than DC room wise. Back in the day, I mean, Mondays you could do three rooms. Jaeger had Little Havana, <laughs> uh, Fishhead Cantina, which, yeah. and then, uh, what was the third? Oh, and, and uh, Sidebar, which is still there. Uh, and then slowly DC. Uh, had like these little shows popping up, and then Sean started doing Big Hunt, and uh, it just—it's—I think it's one of the best comedy towns in America. Honestly, oh, yeah. this New York, LA, 
Austin's pretty damn good, Chicago, but it's it's up there. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I like about living here, too, because you can go back and forth between Baltimore and D.C. It's not, yeah. you know, 45 to an hour, you know, that's You've not done bad. It five or six years around here. I mean, it's completely feasible to have three paid gigs a week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not exactly. Not club, but, yeah. you know. And, and good rooms, yeah, too, yeah. yeah. Or even rooms that are just kind of funky. But yeah. They pay money. They pay money. I don't give a shit. Rooms. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. I'm telling people about going out to King George. Virginia. Okay, I, don't, I haven't done that one other yet. Other side of the Chesapeake Bay. Oh shit! And you go out there, and there's live bait at the Seven <laughs> Eleven. You go buy homemade Trump signs out of like wood and paint, and they're like Stop. misspelled and shit. Wow! You know? <laughs> they say rump. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to the fucking bar, and this was before Charlottesville. There's like a tiki bar out no there shit. alongside the fucking uh, bay. Yeah. There, you know, and. Right in there, there's a gazebo. They got a little bar going, and then they have the American flag, and then what I consider like the second tier Dixie flag, like the POWMIA flag. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect anybody that yeah. served or is a POW or an MIA. Uh, but, you know, to have the actual flag hanging up on yeah. their big pole, you know, that's not a common sight in yeah. most civilized places. Yeah, know? it's true. So, um,. That said, you go out there and you make fifty or a hundred bucks or whatever. That's the thing, Jaeger's rooms. It's like you go out to drive to the other side of a yeah. cliff. Yeah, but they, I mean, usually with his rooms, I, I think they're going to be decent. It's not going to be, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not going to be awful. Yeah. It'll be attended, and you'll have a chance to make people laugh. You know, yeah, I like. Them. And if you're getting paid, who cares? Honestly, exactly. I mean, it is what it is. No, and I like doing his rooms too because it's a different crowd. And yeah, if you're gonna be a real comedian mm. and it's going to go past the local level. Like you have to be able to play yep. to all of them. You have America. to be able to read a crowd too. Right. It's exactly. like, yeah. And that's a great thing with the DMV area. We have everything, you know, you can yeah. do that's the true. big hunt, which has, you know, the snobbiest uh-huh. overeducated DC snobs. Yeah. And then you can <laughs> go out to Jaeger's room and have a totally different Feel. crowd. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta make everybody laugh. And if you're making all those crowds laugh, yeah, you're in set. the area, you're set, yeah. Yeah, I have a whole set. I, I enjoy Big Hunt. I think it's a great room, but I, I do have a whole set that I won't do there because it's, it's very uh, – it's racially motivated. Right. And it's literally about how white people suck pretty much, and uh, right. it just never – they don't want to hear that there. They want to have a good time, and yeah. Really, at the Big Hunt, they don't want to have white guilt? No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they like, don't my, my Latina jokes don't land there huh. because they cannot believe – that I'm Latin, it just doesn't get around to them that I'm oh. Latin. Like that, those jokes in that room do not. So work. they consider you like a race traitor. A little bit, yeah, oh. I think so. I mean, they just it just those jokes don't work there. Like the married material works much better there. Kiki the and I were you talking about that last night. We're talking about you, yeah. How you both are like don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like no, no, I'm Latino. You're like oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unexpected. Oh, it's just unexpected. I don't know. Yeah. My old man told me yesterday he's in town, and I was visiting him, and he says, hey, "Why don't you go? I want you to take the ancestry dot com test." I was saying, I want to do that. Honestly, he took his thing and whatever, and I said, you know, I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm sold on these things because every time I see somebody get one, you know, you got some guy, white guy, coming up to me like, "Yo, man." 
check out the stats. I'm four percent black, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I yeah. wonder if they don't have like a racial roulette. Where yeah, just like okay, we're gonna break down the four, three, two, one percent sprinkling. This guy will be like three black, four green, yeah, yeah, two Romanian, and one one like, percent Asian. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Just to keep it interesting. Yeah, so or maybe it's their way to about. like fight racism. So yeah, everybody. everybody like maybe that would be a good plan. Uh, That'd be yeah. a great plan. I just don't want them to have my DNA. That's my weird thing. I was like, I don't want a log of my DNA somewhere. But they do it. They use, They said that those sites now, they've been using them for people to find, like, long-lost relatives. Like, oh, yeah. there's a whole story on NPR. Or I, forget, or I forget where I heard it. Uh, but on one of my podcasts. And uh, it was literally this girl who's been looking for her dad forever. And then she, he did the ancestry dot com, and they researched it. it. Got she got a private eye, and she did it too before she was looking for him. Mm-hmm. And like, oh yeah, this is definitely a relative. Like you can look; they have a thing now, say relatives that have done it. So it's like people are finding like third cousins and mm-hmm. you know lost dads. So that, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, my yeah. cousin works for ancestry, and she says a thing that happens all the time is like wrong dad. Yeah. Wow. Where people find out that it's not their wow. dad. But they've also caught a bunch of criminals that way. Yeah. Like, she was talking about Yeah, they got a serial killer. They got one yeah. of the, the dude in London that way. Yeah, and a dude in California yeah. who was like a serial rapist. Yeah, yes, yes. Mm. That's what I mean. What he was yes. called, and they... What was his con- name? He's like but an yeah. old, crotchety yeah, yeah. guy now, and they found him yeah. because of some yep. relative did, did That's a crazy. DNA test. His brother, through his brother or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be damned. That's crazy. That's that's yeah, fucking the future right there. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know, but in my head, for some reason, like they're going to use my DNA for... I'd create more of this if I could. They're gonna just be a clone of me out there now. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I did it because my cousin works for Ancestry, and I was oh, really fifty two percent more Spanish than I was like my mom's white. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And my dad was so proud. Oh, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, she's more me than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So does that happen? You become more of one parent than the other? It's not like just a 50-50 I think It could I be 50-50, but I, I think it's... I think it's. I think it's a roulette uh, thing. I think it, you could get more... Look, okay, let's so say... your you, mama maybe has 4% Iberian, so that 2... Oh, maybe, yeah, over. yeah. Could be, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. That's possible. Half. I mean, I think that's math. What's math. the other one that's real big now? Not Ancestry. Uh, uh, tw- uh, 23 and Me. Yeah, oh, 23 yeah, yeah, and Me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all the chromosomes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know. But that's the new big one. Competition. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I think the yeah. What so many people do are doing to, it. Like submit. Spit. You I think. I think oh, you literally oh, spit in a spit? test tube and mail yeah. it out, and then three months later, all your DNA comes back. Huh. And they do it for, like, they region could, of the world. They could do it now, too, where they're, like, if then, but I think they ask a couple times, are you sure you want to know this? They can tell you if you, you're going to, you know, if you're susceptible to Parkins or oh, yeah. uh, Alzheimer's, all that shit. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Now, now the gynecologist gives me that option. She's like, if you think about getting pregnant, you can do all these DNA That's, tests. I think it's a good idea. And you can find out all yeah. this stuff. If you're like before, yeah, they can even do it before you get. Once you're pregnant, they can find. I mean, they can find out if it's a boy or a girl now, really, really early. Yeah, on. real, real quick. We and found then, out fast too. Yeah, yeah. through through a wow. blood test, and I think it has to do with. DNA I knew it was stuff. a boy though. I told her the whole time it was a boy. Yeah, there's a trick. There is a trick to it. It's osmosis. What is well, the apparently the Y the Y chromosome sperm is slower than the X chromosome sperm. Mm-hmm. So if you want a boy. You you have to make sure that the woman has an orgasm because the 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 actual spasms that happen to her orgasm pull them all at the same speed. 
so that you have a higher chance of having a boy if the woman has an orgasm before. And my buddy has four girls. I was like, man, you need to step it up in the yeah, bedroom. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you ain't doing something right. I didn't know. I kind of love that. I mean, I know my husband wants that, boys. Dude, tell so him that. I guarantee like, well, you, he will work. He'll work. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. work for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> and I told, I told my wife, I was like, I want a little girl, though. I was like, dude, we could just, like, you just lay there and then I'll be fast and then we'll have a girl, you know, and then no orgasm. And guaranteed a girl. So yeah, they said that if a woman does not have orgasm, it's like a high percentage, like seventy-two percent or something. That you're, it's going to be a girl, seventy-two percent chance. Wow. Because that's how it's the apparently the X chromosome sperm is much faster than the Y. I don't know. Wow. That's so interesting. I'm so excited to take that news home dude, later. Dude, yeah, <laughs> definitely do that. You can please me and get what you want. Yeah, or we exactly. Can just have another reminder. Uh, yeah. of the species yeah. is <laughs> to be disappointed. <laughs> 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 Horrible. That shit's hilarious, though. Well, that's crazy. So, like, okay, so Frederick, you're from Frederick, though, originally, right? I was born in Baltimore, oh. and then we moved to Frederick when I was probably like six, seven, okay. yeah, seven. Something and, like that. And you pretty much went to school there? Yeah, there, uh, right? all over the county. I went to three different high schools. Uh, we moved once, and uh, one time was just because I dropped out. <laughs> and oh, I was like, okay. I'm going to night school instead of... Cause I was, school? Yeah, I started working at a day job when I was 13. Oh, oh shit. God. So I did that in the summers. And then w- in high, and, and when you're senior, most ca- high schools have the option to do work program. So I started doing that, and I was making really good money. So I was like, fuck school. So were you like a troublemaker and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely was. Okay. Uh, I mean, it, I don't know. I hated school, man. Like, yeah. I, there were certain subjects I liked, but, uh, like, math was always easy for me. Uh, certain things about language arts, like writing stories and stuff like that, I enjoyed. History, but just, like, I don't know. There weren't very many teachers mm-hmm. that motivated me. I, I think that's, like, just a bunch of assholes, really. It's yeah. like, come to work. This right. is my job. Right. Fuck all you kids. Right. Like, do your shit. Uh, right. But, Blame yeah. society. Yeah. Deadbeat yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 but um, you did that, and then was there ever any spark during that time, like, comedy? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I always said I wanted to be. It, might, it was always my mom like, "That's not real. Like, mm-hmm. their their comedy is not a real career path." And she's yeah. like, "Well, the people that are comedians on TV had another job while they were doing comedy, so you can't just." And then, yeah, but I mean, I was always, and I didn't realize it till I started doing comedy and started to, like try to write jokes. That my father was teaching me my whole life how to write a joke. I would seriously watch him with like three different friends tell the same story. And they would it would change, and I would be like, no, I don't want to hear this story again. And he'd add something funny to it, like, and I'm like, oh man, he made me laugh. I've heard that story like four times, yeah. and he was always like punching it up, like it's just. Uh, so that was like me as a kid. Like if if my mom was mad at me, if I could make her laugh, like it was done. It, I was not in trouble anymore. You know what I mean? Like that was always. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just remember to telling her Steve Martin. I had a Steve Martin uh, cassette. Uh, from mm-hmm. his um, um, the album with uh, King Tut on it, kind of, was it? I love that joke. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "That's what I'm going to do and get older." And she's, I just remember, I'm like, "Nah, it's not. That's not real. <laughs> That's not real." She yeah. kept saying, "This is what she used to say to me: Is there a comedy school? Then it's not a real job. Like you yeah. have to go to school for something." I was like, "Yeah, well, I hate school." So, so there's yeah. not an established higher. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not happening, young man. And so now you're living in Frederick. With a wife and a baby. Mm-hmm. What's comedy like with 
a baby? I ask. I always How ask this because baby? I'm very curious. The about ba- uh, he'll be he'll be si- seven months old tomorrow, uh, the sixteenth. Okay. So. Uh, it's it's actually uh, it's very st- much the same. I just have more really? to talk about. Yeah, I mean my wife's amazing. Like mm-hmm. she knew she knew yeah, she really before is. I we got together. That's never gonna stop, and mm-hmm. that was my goal. And uh, I also she kept, she was really worried about money, and I'm making money, plenty of money, like producing um, and doing comedy. And I was like, well, I can. I just got a part time job, and that totally made her. So now that I have the part time, and she doesn't care. You know, That's the great. baby goes to bed at like nine anyway, you know, what I mean, eight yeah. or nine. Right. So, I mean, it's like an hour, you know, and then honestly, well, she, she's a school teacher. She had off all summer. Mm-hmm. So that made it easier, too. She's going back to work. She's like, you can, you can quit that job now and just watch the baby. So I guess I'll just be a stay at home dad. I don't know. And then she gets home. I hand off the baby and we I go out and do comedy. That's fantastic. Wait, are you, are you still That's doing great. the thing with the collections and all of that? Dude, I w- you know what? I I I did stop doing that um just because the guy that hired me kept changing cuz at first it was like okay, you're going to have salary till you get this down. I'll give you 6 months mm-hmm. salary and the sales weren't coming like I wanted them. So he did he 2 months before he said he'd stop salary, he stopped. And he's like, "Well, but I'm going to give you 60% of every sale." I was like, "Okay, well that's that's dope." Mm-hmm. And then I started killing it. And then he's like, all right, well, it's yeah, going to be 30, 70. <laughs> right. And I was like, what? Like, come on. So then I, I went, yeah, wanted. yeah, yeah. Honest I was work. like, I'm killing it. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, that was a fun gig, though, because what I was doing was selling gambling to lodges, like the Elks Lodge, uh, the, you know, the American Legion, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, as I was there, I would also be like, oh, you have a perfect stage for comedy. I did, we, I set up oh, wow. so many shows that way. Uh, but Did they, you set up the Elks Lodge ones up there for that Wendy was doing in them? She came to one of she did one of the moose ones I did in Gettysburg. Okay. No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually a lot of dude. Those people were so much fun. Those people, those rednecks were so. Yeah. Uh, th- it, it was a great show. It sold out. Uh, and it, they were older, so we were all worried at first. Mm-hmm. Talk was there. St- Talk was still in town. But afterwards, man, they got us so shit-faced. Like, we, I spent the night in in Gettysburg at a buddy of mine's house, and I don't know what happened to Wendy and Ty. I know we were getting drunk, though. But they it, those shows, that's why you never... I want to do more road stuff in yeah. the upper mid-Atlantic. Yeah. You know, because that is a kind of fun thing now. Some people hate it. I know Randolph told me about it. He'd been doing it for a long time. Yeah, like deep in PA and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. he would just say, you know, it's like it, that movie at close range with Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, you know, yeah. You're going out there and watching people on farm equipment. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, just fucking off. And, and it's not because he's a black man, you know. It's oh, yeah, yeah. you want to be necessarily. A lot of times, too, it's, it's, it's not about race. It's about... Uh, intelligence too. I mean, there's yeah. certain jokes where I, I like. You didn't get that joke, then I'm gonna scratch this joke and this joke because yeah. it's yeah, it's pointless to try to go right. It's yeah, and then what do you do? Do you pander? I mean, do you yeah. you know? I mean, I I do, and I know a lot of comics are like fuck that, but I'm like, I want to have a good time, man. I want to yeah. make these people laugh. Totally. If I have to pander a little bit and get some back into my jokes, Yo, if you know, it's been not killing it for a long time. It is hard to get up on stage and know you got to do 30 minutes. Yes, exactly. The first two bits yes. have it hit. You got yes. 24 minutes yeah. left. Yep. It's like, yeah, you're going to start fucking tweaking your shit a little bit. Yeah. If you're any kind of an artist, or not artist, but entertainer. Entertainer, exactly. Yeah. Well, also, too, I've, I've 
and I said this last night at Guido's, which is my my open mic we do every Tuesday in Frederick at a place called Guido's, uh, to another comic, and I put him first. And I was like, dude, you've never gone first. I have all these people that want to go, like, you just go first. And he got up and just did the most filthy shit. And he's like, see, that's why I don't like to go first. I was like, dude, you have clean jokes. It's like you have to read the fucking crowd. If the first yeah. dirty joke doesn't work, just put do a different joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can, anyway. Yeah, you got to be careful with the filthy shit Yeah, when you're going first. That's why I hate going first. But, I mean, yeah. I, I do. <laughs> uh, but over the years, you get your shit that will work early. You know what I mean? Right, you get right. your clean stuff. And then, yeah, if I'm hosting, I don't start off with, like, you know, sex jokes. You, you, you need to work them up to that. Well, I liked when you were hosting uh, on Sunday and you told them. You're like, guys, there's going to be sex yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. crowd kind of wanted dirty jokes. Dude, they, oh, my God. That The first joke I did was, like, a cleaner joke. And they were like, oh, they laughed. But it was more like, oh, okay. And as soon as I had the first sex joke, there was, like, a, a eruption. I was like, oh, this is going to be such a dirty show now. And it was like between each comic too, I kind of tested it because uh, it was you and then Amanda. And in between you and Amanda, I was like, I'm gonna do this dirty joke, and they just exploded. Some crowds want that shit. Some crowds yeah. think comedy is sur- is dirty, equivalent is to equivalent yeah. of being subversive not subversive. Stuff. Exactly, yeah. they want that. They're, yeah, yeah, because that's what I thought for a long time. I did time. too. I really I did. Was right. Fifteen. Yeah. Eddie Murphy Raw for the first time. Yeah. Know, sitting there just being like, "Wow, he got paid like millions." Yeah, exactly. To do all this and he wrote it himself. Yep. It's not some. I mean, I didn't know he even had writers then. Yeah. Along right. with his own input, but like you know. And you could be some fucking filth monger and all that, and even talk about how Bill Cosby accused you of being just that. You yeah, know, yeah. A bit out of that, and then everybody's all good with it. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, this is art. Yeah. Yeah, art, you know? <laughs> well, me too. But I mean, most of my favorite comedians are dirtier comedians. Like, when I was young, yeah. I loved it. I mean, I still do, but Attell was, David Tell was like a god to me, and he was so fucking, he was filthy, and that 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 was like the beginning of like shock comedy like yeah. right. that's but he was funny and filthy other guys are just like this is i'm gonna say fuck a bunch and that's you know yeah. and i so when i was younger i thought that was what real real comedy was you know mm-hmm. what i mean but then you you know i also wa- used to watch uh the tonight show with my grandparents mm-hmm. when i was real 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 young and i remember just loving it when comedians were on. like uh joan rivers the first time i saw oh, joan rivers phenomenal. she and then she started like all her jokes about her about her and making mm-hmm. fun of herself and i was like oh shit you could that's funny I was like, I never even thought about. I was so young. I was like, I never thought about making fun of myself to make other people yeah. laugh. Like, yeah. and that's such a good defense mechanism when you're in school too. Oh, totally. oh my Like, God. if you burn yourself better than the other, yeah. like, what are they gonna do? That's well, a tactic I learned at school too. Like, if somebody, <laughs> yeah, gonna, exactly, yeah, exactly. If somebody's gonna insult you, this is like a tactic I learned in middle school. If someone's gonna insult me, accept the insult and say like, "Yeah, I am that and this." Yeah, exactly. And then hit them back. Yeah, and that works so much better than if you're just on the defensive. And that was, I think, like one of my first lessons in comedy. Mm-hmm. Was just you got to learn how to yeah, be funny yourself. For sure. Fuck yeah. We're all of us in the gutter. Some of us are looking at the stars. That's true. <laughs> Even That's though when I started, true. I really, really wanted to be a clean comic. Really? And then, oh yeah, and then six months in, I just started writing dirty wow, jokes. Wow, you've fallen so I low. know. Co-hosting That's hilarious. That is very true. I thought that that was so much harder, and then I just started writing sex because you write. You write what you know. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And used to, and I just started writing it, and it would do well. And so I was like, well, I'm gonna comic. keep. How old were you then, really? 
when I started doing comedy well, you, two years said, ago. No, but when you said I want to be a clean comic, was this two years ago? Yeah, you yeah. To when start I started, oh shit, and that lasted about six months. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then I just started writing a bunch of sex stuff, and then yeah, it's, here it's we good are. to have the clean stuff too, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I remember the first set I saw you do at O'Sullivan's. That was very clean. And to the yeah. point where I was kind of like, I don't think she's going to make it. No, I, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as they started talking about anal, you're like, she's in it for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I knew that you were going to be good when I first saw you uh, because just your stage presence was so oh, good. And you. you were writing. I mean, there were jokes, you know. Even if they didn't work that great then, they still were well written. You know what I mean? It's punch set up punchline. There was no fat, no bullshit to it. Mm-hmm. I've seen the funniest people like have the best premise and just ruin the joke because it's so too detailed. There's like too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like cut half of that out. Yeah. 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 The Tom Myers premise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, no. I mean, you know, I'm not going to turn it into a Tom oh, yeah, yeah. podcast, but because I, I, there's things I enjoy about his presence. Sure, in the comedy world, definitely. Um, just the fact that he's still and he works hard too, man. He works hard. Busts his tail. Hell yeah. But like Mickey says, you know, the longest fucking premises. Yes. Ever. Yes. Yeah. You need to get a shirt, Tom, that says. Don't wait for it because it ain't coming. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking Mickey, of course. That's so good. <laughs> but um, so now that you're not like collecting for creditors and you hmm. know, other degenerates, what um? Oh yeah, you said you're gonna be Mr. Mom for a little bit. Yeah, right? I think that's that's the plan. Yeah, that's cool. That's all right, man. I you know yeah, and producing more. I mean, yeah, no, I yeah. am. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna kind of envy that. If I could have a woman that just wanted to work like, yeah, you know, in a corporate setting and make a shitload of fucking money. And yeah. <laughs> And just let me take care of a kid and go out every fucking night. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Like Joe Robbins. Joe yeah. Robinson would always say, you know, I'm Petey, I've got my daughter and everything, but I basically, my, I, don't, I don't drink or anything. I just go out every night. That's yeah. all I do. That's kind of my drug is just doing comedy every night, going out. He quit. He stopped for a while comedy. because of his ex, right? Was, uh, I don't know if he actually well i know he got off facebook and then i just didn't no but not recently like uh because i'd say it's probably been like five years or four years since he's been back but he there was a stretch where he wasn't doing comedy for a while because i i I think uh his wife at the time was not about like if you want to be with me no comedy oh shit and then and then when they yeah it's ridiculous especially if it's something you love like yeah uh, why would you do that i don't get it but uh and then he he told me that one time and I was like, oh, shit, and you're about to go up. And I was there. He's like, I've only been back for, like, two months. And then he's like, this is going to be – and then he destroys. Yeah, and he's like, what? What are you does. worried about? Like, what the fuck? He's so Great cool. crowd work, man. He could take. He could just do all crowd – him and Rob, yeah. that's why they're fucking perfect together, man. Those two is such good crowd work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't seen Joe down in this city, though, in probably Not a while. three and a half years. The last room we did was Shackleford's back when he stole the Hyatt going. Yeah, yeah. And now that's gone. So it's Positano's. Have you done his Positano's? Dude, that's a fucking room for you. I mean, like, first of all, it can be one of two rooms, and he varies it depending on if someone's having a party. Yeah, yeah. It's like an old school kind of beat Italian joint. And if there's like a quinceanera going on in one room or something, he'll move it over to a whole other thing. Right. And it's a decent stage. 
All right, lighting and everything. He fills it. Shackleford. Always he always does. Yeah, yeah. He always. Yeah, I did. Tickets. I did that room, and it was it was great. Like, mm-hmm. marriage material has never gone better <laughs> than in that Bethesda room. Let me tell you. That's, That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's actually what we do need is more shows in like Bethesda and Silver Spring. For there used sure. to be a bunch. Uh, yeah. I miss uh, what was Rob's old room in Rockville? Uh, oh, the Potomac Grill. Potomac Grill is just oh, I've dude, heard a lot about that. that room. My 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 crowd work got great because they 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 always had regulars, so it's like shit. I just did the same set last time I was there, so I'm gonna talk to him. Yeah, that room was awesome. So Potomac Grill, I mean, they used to have as a prequel to their comedy show an S and M meetup group. Wow. Stop. Before. Yeah. And That's so funny. You couldn't rip on them, though, because people did that for a little bit, and then they started complaining because the comics would come right. in. Dude, that's so funny because Guido's had the same thing for a while. Really? really? Yeah, every, probably the same group. Uh, made band. Might, might have been. Hey, where are we going to go? Guido's sounds pretty gay, they, all right? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> sounds like we could have a gag bag there. Yeah, but yeah. they would come, They would, uh, and they got pissed the first couple times. Because they're like, well, we usually are back there. And like, yeah, but it's a comedy show now. And I was like, why don't you just come back and watch the fucking show? Like, yeah. And they did a couple times, and they just stopped coming altogether. They would, and then sometimes we'd come in there, and there's, you know, that back area before you get back to the back, and they'd be sitting there, and they'd just be like, motherfuckers. They would give these looks like we were, we were back there talking about fucking, you can't talk about uh, shit as loud out there as you can in the back. And it's just like, what do you all even, what what do you do? Why don't you meet at someone's house? Like, yeah, yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, you talk about it and then go home. Where's and rub chains? one out. Where's yeah, exactly. Leather, yeah. you know. Oh, they don't wear any of that stuff. No, there was no gimp or anything. <laughs> what? Fucking. <laughs> oh, see, I was imagining like a bunch of like leather stuff going on. And, like, yeah, chaps you, that were assless. That's why it should be at someone's house. So yeah, you really yeah, wanna, yeah. Yeah, I thought it'd be that. I guess they like, just like to talk about it. I don't know. That's hilarious. Like, uh, you know, Unitarian Universalist meetup church group or Stop. something. Definitely what it looks like, yeah. yeah. Stop. It was very That's diverse, so funny. Yeah. racially, age-wise, yeah. gender. Like, I, mean, I was yeah. looking at all these people, <laughs> and, I, and they're too well-fucking-groomed, too, mm. for, like, S&M. Yeah. Like, no scars, either, you know? You gotta <laughs> have some fucking, like... You gotta have some sort of war, war <laughs> wounds, war scars. Like, what's the fucking S&M guys tell for, like, you know, going into a new... Environment and assessing like who might also be into some B and D. You can always tell it's the person that you can understand while they have food in their mouth because they're used to the gag. So oh it's if they can talk, <laughs> they're used That's to the ball so gag. It's <laughs> so funny. Like I can understand everything you're saying, and you have yeah. a turkey leg in your mouth. So yeah, you know it's probably like on. They meet online, and then it's like, well, yeah. uh, f- probably have a Frederick or a DC. Chapter, chapter yeah. and like, well, we'll go to this place to meet. But it's just, I don't get it. Like, you show yeah. up, do, do they go, all right, break, let's go do all this stuff we just talked about? Or is it just like having someone you know that likes it too and you're able to talk about it? I don't know. I guess so. Or they, you know, it's like speed dating. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. I feel that like may- those aren't even the real SM people because the real SM people are just fucking doing it. Like, these are like the wannabe losers who are like a little well, scared, maybe. Think, but how, like, okay, so how do True. they ingratiate themselves to others? Because it's one thing to put your fucking name in the SM hat and say, oh, yeah, so I'm going to confirm my yeah. e reservation here at the Potomac Grill and we're going to get <laughs> yeah. some fucking chains and whips. Or. You know, you go in, who knows, there could be a cop 
Like, there's probably some law to some degree against it or something. And if really? it, some guy shows up and I would be surprised in, like, North Carolina or something. Yeah, like, there's yeah, certain yeah. states where it's probably. Yeah. I think there's still a state where, like, giving head is illegal. I thought. Yeah, was I think was that, like, that, isn't it Arkansas? Or might be. Like some, yeah, Arkansas. something like that. Yeah. Or Alabama. It's, a, it's one of the A's. Somewhere where the divorce rate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think I heard it was Arkansas some, just because some of the Some wife, like, I can't. It's against the law. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to, Henry, but I can't. Oh, man. Too bad we live in D.C. Way too liberal. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I got to think, like, you're probably going in and scouting the room for fucking pork, you know? Like, yo, Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. There, there might be somebody, if it's illegal or if there's yeah. a bit of legality. And, and you got to check IDs, too. I mean, there could be some really, like... Why the, the crazy thing is like even with that S and M, there's there's like so many subclasses in that. Mm. Like you got you got people that want to be dominated, people that want to dominate. Like there's so many levels to that. Yeah, it's a big world. We, the world yeah. of S and M. Like one guy likes to get shit on, but not by vegans. Yeah, exactly. It has to be me. It's got to have you have to have fat in your diet. Yeah, that has to have that right texture and smell. Oh <laughs> uh, damn. That uh, wow. yeah, that put a visual in my head for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've you know kept it light for forty minutes, right. um, I definitely think we should announce some uh, heavier stuff like what's going on at the draft house this coming week. Hell yeah! And we've got a lot of great shit lined up for y'all. Wait till I tell you about this. like always. Fucking this. Friday, August the 17th, we got Joe DeRosa from Comedy Central inside Amy Schumer, 7 p.m., 9 p.m., both the 17th and the 18th. You already know the deal. If you're a regular listener, you can like our page or unlike us and like us again. If you're in the area, we know we have out-of-town fans, but if you happen to be in town now, it's the time to unlike and like again and have a chance at winning some free tickets. We give out a few pairs. We haven't had to give too many out here. I mean, it's either testament to poor listenership or you guys are just fucking lazy. It no, we're getting a lot of way. listens. You guys just aren't pressing the like as much yeah, you gotta, as we would like. you got to do some liking. I'll yeah, exactly. You, you could they win. like it when you like. So yeah. like we win it. this every week. We want a family here. At exactly. Joseph. Hilarious too. That's so. That's that's gonna be a great show. Oh, he's fantastic. So you know, we want to have as close to a dysfunctional family as you know. Petey Steele would be the patriarch of, and Elena the matriarch. Yeah, exactly. So that said, uh, do yourselves a favor. Like Countercurrents Facebook page. Like Instagram. Like Twitter. Currents DC, and. Yo, you'll put your name in the bucket. We'll draw it on Facebook and get a chance to go. It's, it's going to be great. And then Friday night, Haywood Turnip Seed is his weekly 1045 Attack of the Comics. Open Which is a mic. great show. Fantastic. And then the following Saturday night, the weekly Three Guys On presents the classic Saturday night comedy open mic. Not so open. I was taking a look at this open mic sign up with the... Yeah, we have the sign-up sheet yeah, the, in, from, the, from last Saturday. in the green room from Saturday, and it's pretty. it can get pretty cutthroat. Mm, yeah. Getting bumped. It's a great show. That's, that's, it is a great uh, show. You know, 
It's a, a great show. That's the one good thing about me living far away and running. I, I hit up Andy and, and Randolph. Uh, should I come? Oh, we got you. And then that's yeah. the, don't hit them up every week. If you do it every week, it's, you're not going to make the show. Yeah, every exactly. week. yeah, And if you're listening, it's a great room. You want to try your hand at comedy? You should probably show up. And um, you know, if you think you're funny, you'll probably get bumped the first week, and then you can come back the next week and prove yourself. And and Andy and Randolph do watch everybody, so yes, they, they do. will watch you. Yes, they and do. And they will notice and either either give you notes if you ask for them or not. And as you get funnier, they will notice. And you can see if you know this podcast has any effect on your comedy prowess, or if it's just like orange tang. So uh, <laughs> orange tang. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking do that shit. Um, we definitely want to thank. Our main man, Ryan Nazer, for coming through. No, thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Can blast. I plug a couple? Of yeah, 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 of course. Just the, we've already said it, but Cellar, Cellar Door every Sunday at 7. Uh, this Sunday we have Marianne from 98 Rock. Uh, we got a bunch of great people coming through. DC Benny's coming back. Uh, we, we're having Mickey Coachella again. Um, a bunch of huge people we're working on, too. But uh, And then every Tuesday at uh, Guido's. If you Also, if you want to try your hand at comedy, uh, people that make the drive from like DC or Baltimore, uh, we definitely give more time to. And yeah, we run now. We have also have a quarterly show at the Weinberg Theater. It's the oldest theater on the East Coast. Uh, and our buddy uh, Wayne uh, Dorsey is is doing that. But this next one has Maria Bamford, so it's going to be amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, Maria Bamford and Frederick. It'll wow, be dope. way to go! So check that out. And I'm on all the Facebooks and all the Twitters. Ryan Nazer, N E S E R. Hit me up. Bam. So there it is. And then Thank for Petey and I, you know, you can follow me on Instagram, Elena Blondita, Elena Torres on Twitter. But of course, the main way to reach us is always through our countercurrents pages. Yes, indeed. Like that damn page. Like that damn page. Yep. Stillborn DC on IG. You could do Blue Steel DC on Twitter, but I don't know. I got banned again. Did you? Stop well, for what? Did you? How many times yeah, for is 11 it? 11 hours. I don't know. What? They, I don't know why. That's 11, so 11 hours is such I a random number. rules again, and they didn't tell me how I did it this time. No They way. just got their eye on you, man. That's all it is. Yeah. I guarantee you. Or so, that probably it's the point where if anybody even complains, they don't even look. That's yeah. fucked. That's fucked. Uh, that's, that's fucked up. up. That's fucked. They did it to counter currents for 11 hours, too. No. Yeah, they did. I don't know if I retweeted something from Blue Steel that like, but I was looking at but both. I, but of them I see the like, stuff that you tweet. Co- what bad. are they gonna do? I've seen some awful wow. shit on Twitter too. That's what's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, they probably just know me from the old account. They just they just wow. yeah. That's crazy, man. Twitter. What and what's eleven hours? What a weird amount of time. I have no idea. It's not even half a day. Like yeah. that's so stupid. Wow. We're, like, we're on your le- double secret probation. Yeah. Double secret probation. <laughs> yeah. Twitter, we challenge you. That's what the right. fuck is that? I was hoping you were going to say what you say on stage, man. Follow or swallow. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was 2012. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't heard follow or swallow. Oh, yeah, sounds yeah. sounds like something Petey would that say. That was back <laughs> when it was... Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Oh. All right, we, we, we'll, <laughs> Sorry. We'll, we'll edit that uh, a little later. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's time to uh, peace out. Thanks I'll for having me. This shit was awesome. My pleasure. Bye, guys. Bye.